Parakas Mishnah Beis. Hey, Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava, Rabbi Yehuda HaKohen. Akatana Bas Yisrael Shnisis LaKohen. Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava and Rabbi Yehuda HaKohen are testifying. On Akatana Bas Yisrael, Akatana Yisraelis, that marries a Kohen. The Yisayim Akatana, she's a Yisayim, she's an orphan. Akatana, a minor. Shezia Imavacha, that her mother or her brother married her off. Her marriage is not midaraisa; it's only midarabanan, like we've explained before. She uchelas betruma that she's permitted to eat truma, like we mentioned in the edus of Rabbi Nechunya ben Gudgada, back in the previous parak in Mishnah Tess. Eller that Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava and Rabbi Yehuda Cohen are coming to be Moses with their edus that she's permitted to eat the truma kevlin shenichnas lechupa once she enters into the chupa. Even though her husband did not live with her yet. He, 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 he did not cohabit with her yet. Nevertheless, the mere entering into the chuppah permits her to eat truma. And this is what Rabbi ben Bava and Rabbi Yudha are coming to be Moses. Rabbi Yudha Kohen testified. And Rabbi Zechaya ben Hakatzav. On a tinokas, so Nebuch, this girl's family owed the Goyim money, and they didn't have the money to pay up. So this girl was given as a pledge in the city of Ashkelon to the Goyim uh, in place of the debt that was owed, and until they can come up with the funds. And her family, which were Kahanim, they distanced her. Because they were concerned that maybe these guys were, they, they were metamahar, I mean, they, 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 they lived with her. And once, you know, she lives with a Kohen, she's forbidden to, uh, she'd be forbidden to, to marry into a Kohen. So her own, fa- her, her own family that were Kohanim, they distanced her. However, her Edim, Osam Edim, the very Edim, that testified that she was given as a pledge to these Goyim in place of the money until they could come up with the money. He either they also testified she that she is pure. They didn't they didn't live with her. And even so, her family they nevertheless they distanced her from the family. told the family, if you believe. If these Edim are believed to you with their testimony that she was given as a pledge, so then so too to, to their second Edis where they testifying that she was not secluded with the Gayim, nor was she intimate with the Gayim. Therefore, you have to believe that testimony as well. And do not distance her from the family. What's going on over here? And if you don't believe the Edus, that she was not uh, that she was not secluded and she was not metami, uh, she was not seduced by these gayim. Al and don't believe that she was given as a pledge. Mikan, you're distancing her shlokadin. Either you believe them entirely, you don't believe them at all. Don't believe she was given as a pledge and then not believe that she was not seduced by the gayim. You can't go like that. You have to listen to the Edus's testimony in full. She's got to believe the Edim. So they didn't like what the family was doing. We learned in Ksubis that a woman that was taken captive by the Gaim, for monetary matters, she's permitted to her husband. 
because the goyim are, are concerned to be ma'anaser. They're concerned to seduce her, to, to rape her. From a concern, they don't want to lose their money and based in through the ma'isa. But the Gemara explains that Loishan is only where the Yad Yisrael, the Jews, have the stronger hand. But if the Goyim in the you know in the in the community there they have the stronger hand, then even if it's for monetary matters, she'd be forbidden to her husband. Now in Ashkelon, the Yad Goyim Kufa, the hand of the Goyim, they were stronger. But since this girl had witnesses that are testifying on her that she was not seduced. So the Chacham said, this, that the family distanced her from the family. It was shalaykid and it was not done properly. And therefore they were reprimanding this family for what they were doing by distancing their daughter. And Mishnah Gimel, Mishnah Gimel, we have an introduction over here, and that is that a Kohen that marries a woman, say a Kohen marries a woman that's normally forbidden to the Kuhuna, like a Gerusha. Kohen cannot marry a divorced woman. Or haben shenola. So, so let's just go with that example. So, according that marries a gerusha, haben shenola b'mena. The son that's born from that union is called a chalal, a desecrated son. Ve'isha shenisa l'kohen chalal. Now, a woman that marries a kohen who's a chalal. So, a woman, a woman that marries, say, a woman married, say, a woman married this son. So, the kohen married a gerusha, and they had a son. The son's a chalal. Now, a new woman comes and marries this kohen chalal. So Avhinas is Khalala. She now becomes a Khalala. Upsulahi Lakuna. She's puzzle to the Kahuna. Shimnis Amuna. If she becomes a widow, she's forbidden to marry into the Kahuna. Now what about a Safik Garusha? Say if a woman who is a Safik, was she divorced or was she not divorced? For example, her husband threw her get and were Masupik, was it closer to her or was it closer to him? Was she divorced or was she not? So she's a Safik Garusha. And then afterwards, mace. Afterwards, the husband died. Venimtis comes out that this woman is Suffolk Garusha. Either she's a Garusha or Suffolk Amana, or maybe she's a widow. Venasa Kohen Vaholder Ben. And then she marries a Kohen, and they have a son. Harihi Suffolk Halal. This son is Suffolk Halal. Now, Meshbach, Shinis Arav Ba Suffolk Halal. A family where Suffolk Halal got mixed into the family. And we don't recognize where this Suffolk Halal in the family is. Nigra Balashin Chavam Isa. This is what we're going to call an Isa, like a dough, which is Mashma Taruva Shalmidim Shenim. It's a mixture of many different minim. Ishak Shira, Shinisa Laachar Mabe Osal Hamishbacha. Now, a kosher woman who marries uh, uh, one of the sons from this family, who may spell out her husband dies, she's going to be called the Almana Isa, the widow of this Isa. So, with that in mind, the mission is going to discuss now the case of an Almanas Isa, if she's kosher to marry into the Kahuna or not. So it's quite a build-up until we can get to the actual person that we want to talk about, which is this Almanas Isa, the widow of this of this Isa. Hey, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra, Al Almanas Isa. Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra testified on, on, on this Almanas Isa. Almanusay shel achad ben Nehemashbacha, a widow from one from from one of the family members. She is arv by Safekal, where Safekal was mixed into the family, like we explained. Shehi kashir lekuna. She's kosher to marry into kahuna. Why? Because there's a svek svek. There's a double doubt over here. Safik shel safik. Number one. Safik in baal shel almana haya osu safik halal. Safik if the husband of this widow was that very safik halal to begin with. But filu haya zabal. And even even if it was her husband, after shlo haya chol chol could be that he wasn't really a halal to begin with. Shrei ene ela safik halal because he himself was only a safik halal. 
So therefore, because there's a Sfek Sveki here, she's permitted to marry into Kahuna if her husband dies. And Mechayin, they testified as well. Shea'iza, Hamishbacha, this family, there's mixed into the family. Shera, Latame Ulatayer. Kalimar, that the Bnei Hamishbacha, as those are kosher, and they're, among them, they're believed, like any other Mishbacha, Meyuchasas, any other Mishbacha that has proper lineage, Lahaya, that they can testify, on the women amongst them. Shazunav Alalagai, this one was Bail with a guy, Utmehin, she's Tame, and this one, Vizu Lainit she she was not. Nival with a guy, and she is Torah. Kadei in order the Rachek to distance the Tameya uh, for, for, from Kamoshu Lamanu, the Mishnah Kadei, like William previous Mishnah, with, tino, with the Tinokas. That was Hurhan, that was given as a pledge in Ashkelon, that the family distanced her. Granted, there they did it Shalom Kadin, but if it has to be done properly, they'd be believed uh, in, in these kind of scenarios. Ula Karev, and to testify on a woman that would be Tar. That she's that she wasn't living with the guyim to bring her to bring her close to the family. So this uh, isa, this mishpachas isa, that the uh, this mishpachas isa would be believed, their aidus would be accepted. Amar Moshe Ben Gamliel says Moshe Ben Gamliel, ki balnu eiduschem. We accept your testimony that almanas isa is kshera for kahuna. Almanas, what should we do? She goes to Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai is goyzer. Shlolo shabetidin al kach. Not to be Moshe Batinan on this, and not to matir and Almanas Isa to the Kahundal Khatkhila. And even though we have a Sfek Sveik over here, like we explained, and in all cases of a Sfek Sveik, the Chum were lenient. Nevertheless, over here, Malu Azu Chum Yuchsan. The Chum made a Milet with Yuchsan when it comes to lineage, they were more Machmer. To be Machmer, not to be Makel. And therefore, HaKohanim Shomim Lachem Lerachik. The Kohanim will listen to them to Lerachik. It's Anashim, Shein Safik Psulos Lakuna. The Kohanim will listen to testimony in these scenarios uh, to distance the women, Lerachik as Anashim, Shein Safik Psulos, to distance the women that are Safik Psulos to the Kohuna. Avalolikarv, but not to be Makarv. Shein Baam Osam Lahakil. If they're coming to be lenient, to Lahatim, to permit to them these Safik Psulos, we will not listen to their testimony. And the halacha is that this Amanas Isa is asuras forbidden to marry into a Kohen Chatechila, but if she does, then Lotete, there would be no need for her to get divorced.